Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever. Or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Hey, I just want to say thanks to everybody who has stepped up for the St. Jude kids. St. Jude's doing incredible work fighting childhood cancer. And because of donations, like the ones that you get, families never receive a bill ever from St. Jude for treatment, travel, housing, food, none of that. Help St. Jude stop childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope. Get this awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. It's going to look great on you. So join all the doctors, researchers, and me in this fight. All right, text the word Bobby. It's only six numbers to 785-833. Again, text the word Bobby to just these six numbers, 785-833. Come on, Bobby. Welcome to Thursday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Tonight, the ACM Awards on Amazon Prime. I hope you watch it. I'll be there. I'll be backstage. I'm doing some voiceover stuff for the show. It should be real cool. You don't even need a subscription, so I'll say that. And then don't forget, Saturday night, iHeart Country Music Festival, you don't even need a subscription to listen to it right here mm-hmm. on your iHeart Radio station. So we got a big couple days here. Uh, glad everybody's here. Everybody feeling good? Oh, yeah. yeah. Everybody rocking and rolling? Okay. We're going to go around the room here. Eddie, you're up first. What's the one thing that you want people to remember you for? That's the question I'm going around the room for. What's the the one thing you want people to remember you for? So, like, when I die, I want people to say, man, Eddie just brought the fun out of everything. Like, when he showed up, it was going to be a fun time. I think... That's a pretty good one. And I think people do feel that way about you. Yeah, I, I try to do that. Yeah, you're not. Like, hey, you know what? The last few weeks, I've had someone come up to me, two different people, go, hey, I've heard a lot of good things about you. And I, I didn't know how to respond to that, but I'm like, that's pretty cool. Oh, I always, if that happens, and it doesn't really happen much to me, but I would be like, huh. oh, oh that's, you know, they're lying. I'd have to like get out of it somehow because <laughs> I, I just feel about. uncomfortable. I think, I don't know about, fun isn't the word I would use, but it is a word that is synonymous. I would say you bring... I don't know. You make things fun, more positive. Oh, like lighter. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like that's so stressful. You have that kind of personality. Laid back. Yeah. Like people like to be around you. It's a vibe. Like be chill. No, I don't say like that. You might be chill, but <laughs> people really like to be around you. Okay. So I'll I would take say it. you're there. You're in that place. Oh. Lunchbox. What's the one thing you want people to remember you for? That dude was a baller. Define. Yeah. What baller. do you mean? Oh, you know what baller means? Like, I mean, he was flashy. He had the goods. Like, he was living the life. The lifestyle, the high life, VIP, like he was a baller. Like people aspire to be like me, like velvet rope. I want to get on the side of that rope. Oh, Lunchbox was always on the other side of that rope. So with Eddie, I can see he's already been living a life of bringing like more fun, more positive. When do you plan on starting with yours? 
Because no, no, it's going to take I'm a long there. time to build that you culture. you don't look luxurious You don't right look flashy. flashy. No, some, no when look I go flashy. to events, I look flashy. You I look, do like two events a year. That's what I'm saying. But I look like a baller when I go. Like when I'm out, I look good. Uh, at work, nah, I ain't worried about that. But like if I'm getting out of a limo, I'm looking good. When's the last time you got out of a limo? Uh, Sprite. Well, it was when I uh, went for Bat Out of Hell. So when was that? October. And they they paid for that for you? Yeah. Yeah. It was awesome. Roll up to the hotel in a limo. What up? How's it going? Do you think that people see you generally as a baller? Yeah. Like when I'm backstage and people, oh, let me get a picture with you. I'll lean over the rope, take a picture with people, you know, things like that. The rope? Like and at a concert, like they can't come back here or you're in a special section. Oh, yeah, I'll take some over the stanchion, you know. Some of the stanchion? And that one of those. <laughs> What's he saying? I don't know. I don't know. But that's what I, I want to be known as. A baller. Yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Amy, what's the one thing you want people to remember you for? I don't think this is always me, but I think it's who I'm like leaning into. I was talking about it with a friend the other day, like being a, a connector and creating connection with people. Whether it's like something positive or maybe something they're going through, I can take what I've experienced, connect them with other people. I don't know. I just, my word is connection right now. So I feel like I would like to be remembered for like, oh, she was there to connect and I felt that. And I've avoided connection a lot of my life. So I'm excited for that. I think for me, it would be like, because it does matter where you come from, but where you come from doesn't have to have full control of where you can go. Is it harder for some people to get even back to even? Yes, but if you come from further down and you get back to even, you're that much stronger when you get there, and it's so much easier to get past that line. So it does matter where you come from because it affects many things. However, I would think that just because you come from somewhere where things aren't the easiest, it doesn't mean you can't pursue and crush whatever dream that you have. If it's being a doctor or a vet or a baller. Some people want to be oh, ballers yeah. when they yeah, grow up. Right. Yes, or, or this. I think that would be it for me. And then just like discipline. You want to be known discipline. for discipline? Be on time to my funeral losers or you'll all go home. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, we'll get out of here. Doors will be locked. Late. I'm telling I'm telling them. One minute late, they're out the door. Wow. <laughs> it's now time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Here we go. Hello. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Bobby Bones. I was looking at the ACM nominees and wondering, what does it mean to be Entertainer of the Year? To me, it feels like a popularity contest. I see people so upset online every year their favorite artist isn't picked. I can't afford to see them at concert, so I feel like I don't really care about what they're like live. So what makes one artist more entertaining than the other? What does that vote mean? What does Entertainer of the Year mean? Signed, Country Music Courtney. It's a great question and there is no answer. It's like being invited into the Illuminati. Not that I know anything about that, but you don't really know being a member of the Grand Ole Opry. There's no real protocol. There's just people who go, this is it. With the ACM Entertainer of the Year, people just vote. If you're part of the voting, there's a lot of voters, thousands. They vote on who they think overall is like the person. I can read you the definition, but it doesn't really give any clarity because it kind of says it's whatever you want it to be. Here's the definition for ACM, Entertainer of the Year. The factors to be considered include, but are not limited to, success at radio, consumption, success in music videos, vocal performances, live concert ticket sales, artistic merit, appearances on television, appearances in film, songwriting, success in digital media, and contribution to the country music industry. That means anything and everything. Or like whoever's everywhere. You know, like you look, everywhere you look, that person's on Could there. Could be a thing, but not the case. Okay. 
But it can be that. Yeah. Here are the nominees. Jason Aldean, Luke Combs, Miranda Lambert, Chris Stapleton, Carrie Underwood, Kane Brown, and Morgan Wallen. Now, the show is tonight, and somebody's going to win this. But again, they all aren't the same yeah. in any way. Some do bigger shows than others. Some do more TV. Some. The answer is, there is no answer. It's a popularity contest. If there was a strict set of guidelines, that'd be fine. But there's not, so it's just like, who's the biggest and coolest right now, period. That's it. And biggest can mean whatever you want it to be. Because nobody's selling more tickets than Luke Combs. But I think Morgan Wallen's the biggest artist right now overall. But Stapleton's probably like the, like the, the most... Now, him and Miranda are probably like the most like a legit, authentic. I don't, I don't know. Everybody has a different situation. So there is no answer. Oh, it's just, okay. it's just, that's that's it. okay. All that to say there is no answer. Although that does give us an answer. That there is no answer. Yeah. <laughs> so thank you for that. Huh. You just vote for who you like the best, okay. who you think is the biggest artist. It's like high school. Mm-hmm. Prom king. Homecoming, prom king. Sure. Lunchbox is prom king. Yep. There's no answer, like I said. Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> we got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. We have two dogs. We have Stanley, who's a bulldog. Stanley's almost four now. Had a bunch of surgeries. Obviously, the bulldog's a big, fat dog. And sometimes I'll be hanging out with him, talking with him. And I'm like, that sucks for you, bro. Like, you were just born this way. Like, you were just born big and fat. He can never be in shape. He will never be ripped up. He'll never be able to run. He, we, we, we'll walk, and he walks about two and plops for about five. Or he'll jog for about 30 seconds and plops for about five minutes. <laughs> so I always feel bad because he can't help it. He's born that way. And what sucks is we have a friend whose, dog, whose uh, bulldog was nine and a half, and they just had to put, it, put him down because he was so sick. Oh. Bulldogs do not live long. And I always talk to him, too. Like, I know you don't know English or what I'm saying, but I think about you dying all the time. It makes me sad. Oh, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> So he doesn't really know how dark those conversations get. Yeah, it's real dark. Yeah, it sucks, actually. And so that's one talk that we have. But he's, like, not as nutty when people come over to the house. He used to just run and jump. And Eddie's been over a bunch. And he's not near that anymore. No, not anymore. He used to he used to knock me down all the time. Eddie's son. <laughs> his, They're about the same size. His youngest son, who is just a maniac himself. He's so funny. He's so strong. He just runs into stuff. When he was like two, Eddie sounds like two. He was like jumping off rocks into our pool. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. Great. Just like, ah, boom. I'm like, you're a tiny kid. And he just has no, but him and Stanley are like, what was it? Iron Man versus Captain America. (laughs) That's what it feels like. They're just like, wham. They just run into each other. And so they're funny. Stanley's funny, but we have Eller. And Eller is a dog that, just a street dog. We adopted her. I think they told us. Because somebody had grabbed her off the road and said, hey, this is a dog that we just found. Do you want her? And so we were like, yeah, sure. We'll take her. And I think they were wrong. I don't think they lied. I think they were wrong about how old she was. I think we got her way too young because she was already away from her mom. And so we adopted her. And she is a runner. She loves to sprint. She loves to just you know, run as fast as she can everywhere she goes. So much energy. We have to take her into like the dog daycare place like three times a week just so she can get all the energy out because we don't live on a farm. So it's like two different dogs. You have to raise them two different ways. Where Stanley will eat everything in front of him. It doesn't matter what it is. I'd sure like to have some of that. And he does. Eller is so picky about food. 
And at first, we thought something was wrong with her. We've taken her in twice. Oh, yeah. I've never heard of a picky dog. Mm, she'll That's be like, funny. you know, I don't think I like this kind of food anymore. And just stop eating it. <laughs> and we have to change foods. And finally, the vet, the second, we were like, are we sure she has nothing wrong with her? Like her teeth. Because sometimes if their mouth hurts or teeth hurts, they won't eat because it hurts to chew. Same with us, right? If we got a tooth. Or if it's like a stomach thing, the problem with dogs is you guys may not know this. Dogs can't talk English. They can't tell us what hurts. Oh. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Took me a while to learn that too. So, but she's so picky with food and we have to change food out every month and a half or so. Or we'll get a little bone broth and we just put, put a little on it on the top of her food in the bowl. I'm telling you though, she would go and pick the ones out with bone broth and leave the rest. Oh, wow. It's like me eating onions and peppers. <laughs> I won't do it. So I get everything around it. But we're constantly dealing with two. Di- it's like having, if you had two kids that were so different. That happens. All the- Just yeah. so, di- I mean, it's not. And they both get jealous of each other. Mm. Where if one gets to go for a walk, because I have to go and run Eller, like myself. I'll go and just run with her. And Stanley's like, yo, what up? And I'm like, bro, you can't even skip. <laughs> yeah, you can, you can do, go no pace. And so this must be what it's like raising two kids. Yes. Yeah. I'm saying it right. No, Pretty exactly. Much. This must be exactly what it's like yeah. and exactly as hard. Because sometimes I'll just... You know, locking outside. You guys getting, ever do that? Uh, no. 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 No, you don't no, do that. No, 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 no. But you're getting good practice, especially with the picky eating, the different activity levels, the I different personalities. I just have never seen a dog that won't eat everything all the time. Yeah. Because Stanley will eat everything. Mm-hmm. And Ella's like, mm, I'm good. She will not eat for a whole day. She'll go 24 hours. She'd rather starve than eat food that she thinks maybe isn't as acceptable for her. And I'm like, we pulled you off the street. Who do you think you are? Oh my gosh, you're literally talking about my daughter, Stashira, right now. So I said, sa- Oh, yeah, she just won't eat. And I said, Stashira, what did you do at the orphanage when you didn't You didn't have a choice of what to you're eat? You're a street dog. What and, are you being so snooty about? Yeah. She will look at me and say, I just wouldn't eat. Sometimes I would go days. And I'm like, cool, great. Hey, being a parent's tough, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude, you know hey, it. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, That's just a little bit of the lot. And Stanley's hurt all the time. So it's, I think, 14 surgeries that he's had. Imagine being 14 years old and having 14 surgeries. Because some of them he has two at once. But some of them, that's why it was so hard to discipline when he was young. Because he was always in a cone. Mm. Eyes, wiener, butt, stomach, oh, man. two ACLs. And that's just me <laughs> caring for him. <laughs> this is what I hurt. But anyway, I get a lot of questions asking how the dogs are doing, especially Stanley, because he had those two surgeries. He's probably three weeks out from being full blown again. And he can't re-tear his ACLs because they're now it's just like a metal thing. And you only have two ACLs. Did you know a dog doesn't have four legs? They have two legs and two arms. Didn't know yes. that. So you said you well, came yeah. in and said yeah. that. Yeah. Well, I didn't either. I didn't know that either until <laughs> I said it. And then I was like, that can't I think be true. We were debating it yeah. and then we got a vet on and they clarified it. So although they are legs they walk on, they're not built the same way. They're built like arms are. There are no ligaments like in the legs. That's crazy. Which is pretty crazy. But that's the update on Stanley the dog. And that's the update on Eller the dog. They're both thriving. Stanley has 100,000 Instagram followers, which is crazy. Dang. Eller has like 12,000. So Stanley's like all full of himself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, he has a book. He's going to be like an influencer. Yeah. So uh, thank you for all the questions. If you guys want to get the Stanley book, you can. Stanley the dog in the first day of school. It is up on Amazon. And we've been able to make a couple of donations now to the dog, the, the place that we work with. Wags and Walks, Nashville, where we got Eller from. So appreciate that and appreciate you guys. Oh! It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Harry Schaefer loves the Baltimore Ravens. He's a huge fan, and he remembers being a kid and getting his first Ray Lewis jersey and how expensive it was. He really loved it, but he was like, man, that was really expensive. Ray Lewis, uh, linebacker, one of the best ever. 
super famous to come out of the tunnel doing the dance and be like, ah, anything? I feel like, a, have I watched a 30 for 30 on him? Maybe. Yeah, yeah probably. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't good. The dark times are... Oh, okay. Yeah, okay, anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I feel like y'all made me. Uh, I don't think so. Maybe Ray Carruth? I don't know. This I don't know, but Ray Lewis, ago. yeah, not good. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> okay. So anyway, Perry has some money now. He's older, and what he did was he bought 20 Lamar Jackson jerseys, and he just keeps them with him. So when he sees a fan, somebody that has maybe a hat, a Ravens hat, he gives him a jersey. How cool would it be to get a free jersey if, if you can afford a jersey? Guys, my kids ask for jerseys like all the time. I'm like, you're out of your mind. They're, they're, expensive. So expensive, they're so expensive. You're not getting one. This guy buys them and just gives them. That's That would be the greatest random yeah. gift if it fit and you were a fan. And also, since Lamar Jackson signed back, let's go. They're cool again. Yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, sell them like a dollar. Yeah, that's great. What's his name again? His name is Perry Schaefer. Perry Schaefer. That's awesome, man. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. It's a Bobby Bones show interview. In case you didn't know. His name is Jason Aldean. He's a brand new artist that you may not know about. No, just kidding. He's up for Entertainer of the Year tonight at the ACMs. We're going to talk about that. His top five streaming songs of all time. What do you think number one is, Amy? Big Green Tractor. Number five is Big Green Tractor. That's my favorite. Can you guess if they're ready? Dirt Road Anthem. Dirt Road Anthem is number two. Oh! Lunchbox. She said. Uh, what other songs does he have? Uh, lots of them. <laughs> He's on the phone right now, so be careful. Uh, <laughs> she thinks my tractor's sexy. Oh, Is that my, oh my That's Kenny Chesney, oh yeah. Uh, four, Got What I Got. When I got what I got. Number three, She's Country. country. Number two is Dirt Anthem. Dirt Anthem. Number one. Oh, what? Truck, yeah. Oh, That's Tim McGraw. Oh, oh my goodness. Fly over stage. Yeah, hopefully you he can't hear us. Number one, you make it easy. You make it easy. Here he is. Oh, Lord. <laughs> Jason Aldean. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Jason Aldean. Tonight, the ACM Awards on Amazon Prime. You don't even need to have an account to watch. You can watch it for free. One of the one of the people nominated for Entertainer of the Year is Jason Aldean. Jason's on right now. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Jason, what's up, buddy? What's up, Bobby? How you doing, man? Hey, good. So with this ACM Entertainer of the Year Award, you have won this thing a few times now. The first time you won it, one, did you feel like you had a legitimate shot? And was this the organization that really recognized you first at being, like, one of the big dogs, which you are? I mean, yeah, it, they were definitely one of the, the ones that, kind of recognized me first i won the uh the new artist of, of the year award in 2006 i think which was my first award and then uh ended up winning male vocalist a couple times and then eventually entertainer but you know i mean i think anytime you're nominated for it you feel like you have a legitimate shot but um we had been nominated before and had never won it so i was like man maybe this one just isn't supposed to happen for us or something and then we ended up winning it, I think, three times in a row. So you just, you never know. Do you have, and I don't, I don't think you have a piece of paper, but when you go up and you do, and you thank people, before they announce the name, are you like, okay, I just have to remember these four people specifically, or do you just go up there and raw dog it? You know, I never try to plan anything, because I always kind of feel like that feels, I don't know, it just feels a little weird when somebody goes up with a piece of paper and, you know, it's almost like they're expecting to win. So I just always shoot from the hip, and sometimes I get everybody. Sometimes I forget a person here or there. But um, but anytime I go up, man, I'm, I'm shooting from the hip. Mm, you ever forget someone, and as soon as you come off, go, oh, no. Yeah, that happens pretty much every time. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Uh, Jason Aldean's on with us. Tonight is the night. It's the ACM Awards. Uh, we'll be in Dallas. It'll be on Amazon Prime for free. You don't even have to be a subscriber. I hope you watch. Hey, tell me about when you have to perform on one of these shows because I think it's it's so weird and different because you're almost just going up cold, but you're expected to give an extremely energetic performance, even though it's like, all right, no stretching. You haven't been doing any other songs. Action. I mean, is it difficult? To <laughs> yeah. just, it's like shot out of a cannon. A, yeah, tell me about that. It's exactly, it's exactly what it's like. And you know, you know that it's live, so... There's not really any room for error there, and uh, you know it's it's a different vibe than going up and playing a show where you got a few show you know a few songs to get warmed up, and then it ca- you kind of fall into a groove during the night. This is like a one and done, so you got to get up and knock it out and try to try to play it perfectly, and uh, you know it's it's a little bit more pressure when it's a live show like that. I saw you have themed rooms in your new house. Do you have a room for just your awards, like the Aldine Museum? Because that would be like the ultimate flex. Like, come on, I've got room for, is my, I love donkeys. Look, I love, you know, the War of 1812, and this is my Aldine Trophy Room. Do you have an Aldine Trophy Room? I have like a man cave that has a lot of the plaques and things like that that are up. And then, um, and then there's like an actual cabinet that has some of the awards and stuff in it. But, um, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I try to display that stuff. I mean, I'm, I'm proud of those things and, yeah. and the career I've had. So I like to at least go check them out and look at them every now and then go, oh, yeah, that was a, that was a cool day. That was a cool night, you know. Okay, I'm not a beach guy. Actually, I, you know, I grew up in Arkansas. I never went to the beach, so I don't understand the beach. I don't like the beach. You're a big beach guy. What am I missing about the beach? To me, man, I just I grew up in Georgia and Florida. I, you know, every summer I grew up around the beach, and so I, I love it. And it's just kind of, uh, I don't know, kind of a happy place for me where I can go and kind of get away from music and get away from all the other stuff and, and really just relax and enjoy, like, time with family and stuff like that. And um, I don't know, mentally it's just kind of a good place for me to go and reset a little bit sometimes. Are you performing tonight at the ACM Awards? I am. Yeah, we yeah. got a... We, we've been working on a new album, and, and so we've got, I don't know, 90% of it done right now. And so uh, we're playing a song on there called Tough Crowd that's uh, going to be on the new album. And it's, it's kind, of a, kind of a song for the fans and, and people that have supported us. And it's kind of what we see on stage, like a bird's eye view of the crowd and what we see every night. And um, it's, it's a cool tune. So it's, it's one for the fans we're doing tonight. All right, so I'm going to ask you this because I know you, and I'm going to run it by you. And you can say no. So, first of all, tonight on the show, I'm doing Garth and Dolly are hosting, but I'm doing all the backstage stuff on camera, and I'm doing VO for a lot of the stuff. But I'm also going up right before it starts, and they want me to tell jokes to the crowd. And I have a joke about you, and I want to just give it to you. Tell me if you don't if you don't want me to say it, just say don't say it, or then text me, be like yeah, then text me after, be like don't say it. You know, we can do whatever order you want here. So, it's it's pretty it's it's pretty friendly though. But I just don't want Jason, who I like. To hold a grudge against me forever and him not tell me. Hmm. All good, Jason? Yeah, man. Okay. It, it takes a lot to hurt my feelings at this point, so You're... we're good, I think. But, but let's hear it. All right, so Jason, you got to know, though, there were a few people that I had in mind for this joke. It wasn't specifically about you. Like Blake, but Blake's not going to be there. It was an option. So if you say no, I'll pick somebody else. Okay, so I give out a few <laughs> awards, and I say, hey, I thought I'd hand out a few awards on my own before the show gets started. For best spray tan, Jason Aldean. Jason looks like when the technician asked him if he wanted level one, two, three, four, or five, he just said, yes. 
<laughs> I say it better than that. Are you now? Will you get upset if I tell that joke, or should I change it, or you can change it right now to somebody else? Ooh. No, I'm fine. You can go with it. Okay. All right, all right. All right. Just know that. Just know that mine's from the, the sun. It's not from the uh, from the bottle, but it's all good. That's fair no, enough. Fair. And you know what? I may even say that after the joke, under my breath. All right, there he is. All right, tonight, the ACM Awards. Jason Aldina for Entertainer of the Year. He'll be performing as well. Jason, good to talk to you, buddy. And don't beat me up. All right, there he is, Jason Aldina, everybody. All right, see you, buddy. Oh, good. I appreciate it. Bye. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, I think I can eat a piece of pizza in under 30 seconds. Or I know it'll take you over a minute to drink that entire two-liter. If you have, you're going to love Pick 6. The new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Now, here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. Pick between two and six players and choose if they have more or less of a certain stat. Rebounds, points, assists, and a whole bunch more. Track your picks. Play against others for a shot to win huge cash prizes. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use the code BONES for a shot at huge cash prizes. That's the code BONES. Only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. Let me tell you about the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe I can tell you because I've seen the preview of the Santa Fe. It's awesome. I cannot wait to see it in real life and drive it for myself. The Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from whatever you feel like is dull in your work week. And then maybe you got an adventure plan for the weekend. So listen to this. H-Track all-wheel drive, which means you can, if you want to get on a dirt trail, go. The steeper, the better. Get to where no one else is going. Get ready to splash through puddles, kick up some mud, make some tracks, because you're going to have a blast. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe features best-in-class rear cargo space. So whether it's groceries or dogs, water bowls, treats, and toys, again, maybe you're out and about, camping gear, extra bags, whatever you need to make it a real adventure, you got plenty of room. And then available dual wireless charging pads. This is probably the feature that I'm most excited about and the thing that I'll use the most. It's great because the last thing you want to do is be anywhere with a dead phone. Especially, again, if you're going camping or if you're just driving down the road. You know, the worst nightmare for me is my phone going dead. Or just a low battery when it gets red. Oof, always got to have it charged. And with the available dual wireless charging pads, you'll be able to head as far out or stay in as much as you want. Got the charging pads, and you can navigate your way back to civilization. You got to check out the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Just go look at it. Just looking at it's awesome. HyundaiUSA.com. Class comparison of cargo volume behind front seats with all rear seats folded down based on primary compact SUV competitors as defined by Hyundai Motor America. Competitors within this class are Chevrolet Blazer, Ford Edge, Honda Passport, Jeep Cherokee, Nissan Murano, Subaru Outback, Toyota Venza, and Volkswagen Atlas Cross Sport. Claim based on comparison of specifications on manufacturer websites. 
This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Brace yourselves, get in your seat, hold on to your seat, because we're going to go to Raymundo for this segment. And this could take us anywhere. But Raymundo has two different celebrity in the wild stories. Raymundo, who runs all of our sound, he's our sound producer. Raymundo, let's go with number one. You saw somebody just walking down the street that was an artist, right? Yeah, on Music Row, and it was kind of by the coffee shop. I think that's what they were going for. So Music Row is a place in Nashville where there's just a bunch of buildings they don't look like anything, but really they're like record labels, songwriting places. Studios. Yeah, you just know, but you wouldn't drive through and be like, dang, all these buildings have music notes on them. Like that, but that's called Music Row. So you saw somebody just walking down. Yeah, and it was the same week at Taylor Swift, so there were dozens of tourists in town early for that, just walking past the guy. Dozens even. Oh, well, well say more than dozens. Well, well. <laughs> so it was a guy. It was a guy, and he's part of a band, and so then it led me to researching him and see what he's been up to. Do you want me to tell you who it was? Yes. The King Calloway dude. Jordan Harvey. Who? Is he the one that used to be in the band? Yeah, and so he's, he's the got, redhead? Yeah, and his hair's all noticeable and everything. Got and I looked it. him up. He left the band. Yeah, a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, dude, we all knew that. Well, that explains why he was all by himself walking down Music Row. <laughs> What's his name? Okay. Hold on, I, thought, name? I thought it was... Okay. <laughs> Let's go to the next one, Ray. Um, <laughs> yeah, the next one will blow you guys away. Well, so you can, I can't even believe you came to the show with that with that one. Right? <laughs> okay, so you can stop your laughter now. Okay, go ahead. So where did you see the next celebrity? Uh, it was at the mall. I was going into Ooh. the mall. They were coming out. Ooh, okay. That could be anybody because I've seen some big stars at the oh, mall yeah, before. Yeah. And it wasn't just a big star. It was a manly man big star. So it's got to be Trace Atkins. Coming out of the mall. Okay, so let's play the game on this one. Is this a stupid one, Ray? No, this one's awesome. Manly man. Manly man. Manly Toby man. Keith. He suckered us into that other one. That's pretty good. Toby Keith's a good guy. Toby Keith doesn't live here, though. Okay. Yeah, he could no. be here, though. In Oklahoma. Brandon oh. Gilbert. Okay. Ooh. So Ooh. We're each going to get one question and one guess. Okay. Go ahead, Amy. Question. Does he wear a hat? Yep. It's like a cowboy hat. I mean, cowboy yeah. hat, right? You, gotta you be man cowboy? Yeah. When he's on stage, yes. Off stage, okay. probably not. Okay, we feel pretty good. We're a team, by the way. No need to blurt out an answer, everybody. Okay. Yeah, does he have earrings? No earrings. What cowboy hat where would wear earrings? Come on, man. Jason me. Hey, he likes fire, man. Uh, great. <laughs> See where I was going with yeah, that? Yeah, I do, and I did not put that together. Good okay. job, good job. Lunchbox. Is he over 40 years of age? Yes. And I've seen Aldina Small many times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. So he's over 40, wears cowboy hat, no earrings. Has he been in the studio? Yep. Okay. All right. I guess we can guess anybody we want. There's only two choices. McGraw? McGraw or Alan Jackson. Those are only two. Alan Jackson lives so far away, though. Oh, does he? I don't know where he lives. Not that he can't get to the mall. Are we ruling Trey Seconds out? I already said Trace Atkins didn't react. I know, but that doesn't mean it's not him. It is an A-A-A-A-Lister. How many A-A-A-A-Listers are there that wear cowboy hats? 
George Strait. McGraw. Strait lives in Texas, though. I'm going to knock Chesney him out. Chesney lives on an island. Chesney, but, but Chesney does not manly Oh, yeah, but he can wear a baseball cap in the mall. Yeah. Uh-huh. But he, is he a manly man? No. No. Oh, sorry. I mean, he's on the beach. You know, yeah, yeah, chilling. yeah. He's like a dude. Right, right. But he ain't a manly man. Right, right. Is McGraw a manly man? Yes. I say yes yeah, to that one, too. Yeah. It could be Garth, but Ray is like family to Garth, so I right. think Ray wouldn't bring that one up. Huh. Who else is like manly man cowboy hat? It's got to be Tim McGraw, right? Has to, because he's a a a a a a a a a a Yeah. Who do you have, Amy? I mean, yeah, McGraw. Eddie? Let's go McGraw. Did you see Tim McGraw at the mall? Oh, oh no. Okay, let's see. No, so it's not A-A-A then. No, it is. You guys just aren't really thinking in your head. Well, give We're us thinking another in our hint. head. Men, you manly men. Ma- that, Tim McGraw is manly. I'm talking beards and oh, hair. Stapleton? Stapleton? At the mall. Oh, wow. At the mall? Coming out of the mall, no bags. No idea what he was doing in there, but coming out of the mall, baby. Yeah! Are you sure it was Stapleton? Hundo P. I think he was playing pickleball inside. They do have a pickleball. But you think Stapleton's playing pickleball in the mall? I have no idea. I'm trying to piece it together. Me and Bazer were beside ourselves. There was a couple millennials. They were freaking out, videoing, yelling. It was nuts. Nobody was bothering him. It was awesome. I saw Stapleton. You don't think it was Stapleton? I feel like it was someone that looked like Stapleton. No, no. It, no, it was. He has wife. to be right because he keeps playing clips of it. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, Ray's yes. like, I'll prove to you I was right. I'll just play a different song. Yeah, what? and Bay, Bay being there with him, like she's not gonna, like she's gonna know it's Chris Stapleton. Bay's are confirmed, and also the kids freaking out with their phones and cameras. It meant it was him. He yeah. was by himself. Same long hair, same beard. Yeah, chill Let's look. See. That's really cool. If so, that he's just walking out of the mall by that himself. Cool. I'm surprised <laughs> he would go by himself. But I see Aldine. Like, Aldine was eating in the mall, and I went and just sat with him for a little bit. He's by himself. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's up? He's like, chilling, eating. All right, cool. Oh. Nobody bothered him. I saw him at Chuck E. Cheese. Nobody bothered him. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Raymundo, which, by the way, I hate to bring it up, because I know we're talking to you now. Sorry, your cat passed away. Yep, very sadly. That was, I know, super important, and you guys love that cat a lot. What happened? I know it hurt his back, but what happened in the end? Yeah, it hurt his back. We think the back was because he had cancer. And so the cancer led to other stuff. He was eating his litter, which means he needed minerals. He couldn't, he stopped drinking. Mm. Once you stop drinking water, you got about 48 hours left. Mm. Very sorry to hear that. I know. Yeah, it was very rough on my wife, but we stay positive. You guys going to get another cat or are you going to chill for a little bit? I mean, I think that's honestly the only thing keeping her going in the mornings because he used to lay on her every morning. So she's been researching cats for an hour every morning. Really? Yeah. Well, sorry to hear it, buddy. Thank you. All right. Well, I don't think Chris Stapleton was at the mall, but it is what it is. Okay. Hey, it's cool. You saw that King Calloway guy, though. Guys. <laughs> How do you I know? That's you like Lunchbox saying he saw Amy at the park or whatever. What happened? No, I saw Mike D. Oh, Mike D. Uh-huh. Like, I saw a celebrity. We played that game for 30 minutes on the air. All right, we give up. Who was the celebrity you saw? Mike D. Uh-huh. Wait. I saw Amy at the baseball park. That yeah, was but, crazy. But you didn't bring it to us as a game. Well, I was I was thinking about it. Where I was worried. Yeah. He never even brought it up at all. And I'm like, God, I thought Eddie got so excited. You know why? Because we're together every day and our audience just expects us to. Yeah, but when you see one of us in the wild, yeah. it's pretty cool, man. Eddie drove up beside me the other day. Ah, oh, that was awesome. He thought he, yeah, he thought he like saw like a, a friendly ghost. He's like, hey, hey, I can't believe it. <laughs> hey, Bobby, look at me. I'm like, bro, it's we me. just we just drove from the same place. And we just happened to be beside each other on the road five it's minutes still later. Cool though, out of those hundreds of people on the highway, dude, it was you and me right next to each other. Mm-hmm. I was behind Eddie on the highway this morning. He was. <laughs> I was. You want to no. hear my story real yeah, quick? Yeah, 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 yeah. 
Man, I, I was like, who's that chick? Shut <laughs> up. No, I'm serious. And, and then. Oh and, and, and That's then not it, funny. That's creepy. Listen, <laughs> listen. And then it kept following me. I'm like, oh, okay, this is weird. And then they pulled into the garage. And I'm like, oh, my gosh. It's someone that works in this building. And then Amy got out of the car. It wasn't. It, she's driving a different car. Yeah, she had a new car. And I was like, oh, it's Amy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. That's you were checking out Amy. I, I no. just you can't saw check it. them out. It's just their head. And I just Amy. saw a pretty girl back there. Yeah. Like, who is that? Okay. <laughs> Here's a voicemail from Sadie in Pittsburgh, PA. So I started going to Sonic because you guys talk about it so much. And I did an online order like Bobby recommends. My husband ordered a slushy or something like that. And we showed up and their slushy machine was broken. So I was like kind of bummed, but like whatever. He got a limeade or something instead. And then I got home and my entire order had been refunded to my Sonic account. I think I'm starting to understand the Sonic vibe. I think I'm going to be a Sonic fan from now on. So thank you so much for, uh, I guess, introducing me to the new Sonic family. You're welcome. Thank you. There it is. Yes, we love yeah. it. And secondly, nice. there's a cool side and a loser side. Don't forget that. Yeah, I still don't understand that. Which is the cool side? Exactly. You wouldn't. What? Yeah. Because I'm not cool? That's right. Dang. You won't know the size. <laughs> one side you pull in, full side. You don't know which one it is, though. Oh, it's kind of always understood by, by the people that are cool or losers, you know? So I guess you don't understand. Well, I do. Bo- I'll just, I just do both. Well, oh. and that's some days. Some, some days. days I win. Some that's days it. I don't. Here's Amy's pile of stories. According to a recent study, we stop feeling young when we are 43 years old, but we don't start feeling old till we're 52. So we have a buffer zone. Once my old boss named Jay Shannon, because he was like 45 or so, I was just so curious about how you feel when you get older. Because I think it was like 28 or something. I was like, what does it feel like to be 45? Like, do you feel 45? And he said, my body does sometimes, but I never actually feel in my mind and my brain like I'm 45. I always still feel like a kid, but a kid who's just been through a bunch of stuff. And I've always remembered that because I, a lot go, man, I still feel like an idiot kid, but I've just done so many things wrong that now I, it's like I don't touch the stove anymore because I know it's hot. Mm -hmm. So yeah, even as you get older, you still kind of feel like you did before, just like you've read more books, though. So I wonder if that's what like really old people feel like. Like 90-year-old people, I can barely walk, but I, I feel young. I'm <laughs> Possibly. I've never asked that question to someone really right. old. But so 43 is when we're not young anymore? Yeah, that's when we start to have feel they seen, old. Have they seen me? <laughs> the picture of me? I don't think it's based on pictures. It's how you feel. Yeah, okay. Um, but I guess some of it is like, what makes you feel old? Your little gray hairs? Why do you gotta bring that up? Wow, that was why so you rude. Little gray hairs. It's on the list. I've had the I've had the facial like because I don't have it in my head, but I have it in my facial hair. I've had that since I was like thirty though, and I've always hated it and been embarrassed of it. But now I just don't care as much. But no, what makes me feel old is is, is not bouncing back from injuries quicker. Like I have a bad right shoulder; it's been killing me forever. I heard it first on Dancing with the Stars, but it it just takes forever to anything that I hurt takes forever to get better. We're used to. I just be like. All right, ready to go. That's the one thing for me. Do you ever use old phrases that I saw this other article about how young kids don't understand when older people say things like bite the bullet? Yeah, probably. Like when people say carbon copy, we didn't even have a carbon copy, right? But there are just some things that people say you just learn the meaning of even without knowing. Throw in the towel. Yeah, but again, we don't even, that wasn't even for us. Here's a quarter, call someone who cares. That's Travis Tread. That's (laughs) That's Travis Tread, Eddie. Burning the midnight oil. But again, 
We didn't even know what that meant. Yeah, what does oh, it just mean? repeated it. I do know what bite the bullet means. It's from back in the day when they would have to do surgery, surgery yeah. without pain meds or anesthesia, and they bite something hard. Oh. You take whiskey, you bite on this bullet, and I'm going to remove your testicles. How did you know <laughs> oh. that? What? How did you know that? I don't know how I know things. Okay. All right. What, you, what else uh, you got? It's graduation season, so I have the top three songs for graduation from country music in case you want to play these for, for your kid or at a party or whatever. Don't do that. Don't just plan for your kid. <laughs> hey, kid, come here. Okay. Yes, go ahead. Brad Paisley, Letter to Me. And it's red. Oh, you got so much going It's an older guy giving his younger self advice. And then there's Leanne Womack at two with I Hope You Dance. I hope you dance. And then it won Humble and Kind by Tim McGraw. Always stay humble and kind. I feel like those are too old for kids today graduating. No, but they have good messages. I get it. you listen to the words. Uh, there are a lot of Beatles songs that have good messages too, but it's like they want something newer. What's a new country song that would be appropriate for graduation? Yummy, yummy, Justin Bieber. <laughs> Ooh, that's good. You got that yummy, yummy. That yummy. Yummy, yummy. All right, what else? Tonight, the ACM Awards will be on Amazon Prime, which you don't have to have the video account. Like, Yeah, no subscription needed. No subscription. That's right, and you I'll be there. I don't know how much I'll be on. Don't watch it for me. But when I do come on, stand up. Standing ovation in the house. <laughs> I will. Okay, we'll do that. I'm doing a few segments called Backstage with Bobby. But yes, Amazon, it's a whole different. They get to move faster because it's not on network. No subscription needed. Amazon Prime tonight, ACM Awards. Thank you. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. A group of special needs teenagers at Washington High School in Washington, North Carolina, weren't going to be able to go to prom, couldn't afford it. And then the community says, what? You guys aren't going to prom? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Here come the donations flying in. You get some money. You get some money. You get some money. Got them their outfits. Got them a limo. Sent them out to dinner. And they got to go to the prom. And they said they danced all night long. And their favorite song was, North Carolina, stand up. Take your shirt off. Spin it like a helicopter. North Carolina. Okay. What song is that? Katie Pablo. No. And he's like 80% there. <laughs> He just, he just wasn't going to stop. Uh, he wasn't. He went back to the first part again. Heck yeah. yeah. That's awesome. But they donated all that stuff and That's they got fine. to go to prom and That's had a good. blast. Love it. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. How long does it take to establish a fitness habit? Uh, 21 days. Seven days. I go, I go a month. Developing a workout routine that you stick with consistently takes about six months. Oh, oh my goodness. Whoa. I'm not even six there yet. Months. How long have we been working out? Two months? Maybe. I mean, dude, I feel like we've been working out for years. <laughs> years. <laughs> Researchers say that, and what they did is they watched and went with 30,000 gym members over four years. And so pretty much it took about a half year for them to establish that routine where they just kept going. And they say... You're more likely to stick with the workouts if you have someone that does it with you, either right then or is doing it as well. Oh, maybe not right then because you talk about it, and, and not even holding each other accountable so much holds you accountable. Because if you know they're doing it, they're going to bring it up. You either have to hide it and lie about it, or do it, or just go am out and feel like a loser. So that's the six months. Get started, boys. So is that why you have me around to keep you accountable? Nope, I don't really need people to keep me accountable. Yeah. I didn't think so. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, like, I don't like that trait about me sometimes, right. but yeah, no, no, not at all. All right, time to get in the investigative corny. 
The Morning Corny. We'll have 90 seconds to get as many cornies as we can in a row. The record is Yeesh. five. Five? Oh, that's Oof. a lot. That's Don't a lot. run me out on that one. Are you ready? Yeah. When she finishes the first question, we're on. Go. What do you call a snail on a ship? Snail ship. Slow uh, ship. Uh, slow. Snail. Slug. 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 Slug boat. Slug mate. Snail. Snail. Ship. Snail. Slow. Slime boat. S- snail. Snail shell. 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 A snail. A snail. Slow shell. What, what drives a boat? Captain. Captain Snail. Captain Snail. First mate. S- first mate. Shell mate. Crustacean. Snailer. A snailer. Snailer. A snailer. Snailer. Go, 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 go. What, what happens when doctors get frustrated? Oh. They get angry? They don't let me go in anymore. Snip, snip. They, wow. Oh, yeah. Angry. Upset. Mm-hmm. An upset tummy. An upset. Anger management. P.H. Yay. What happens PH when me. doctors get frustrated? Frustrated? Angry. Stabbed. Waiting room. Misdiagnosis. Diagnosis. That's good. Oh, wow. They get mad at you, so you go. Oh, my gosh. Uh, waiting room. Waiting game. Cut off the wrong arm. Uh, amputee. Brain. Bandage it. Declare no. you dead. You got nothing. They hit boys. you. What happens when doctors get frustrated? No, no, we understand. I'm frustrated right now, and I'm not. <laughs> You're not a doctor. Okay, so what is happening to you right now? Let me think about me. We're not getting it right. I'm a doctor right now. There we go. I'm a little annoyed. And what? why are you annoyed? Because you can't get it right. Because we're idiots. But you're not. You're so... I don't you're understand. a doctor. They lose their patience. <laughs> oh, that's good. I don't want to go. Me either one... But what is good? That used to be the, the biggest... all you had to do. No, our record was five, Amy. We didn't even get two. And Amy, I got to be real. That doctor one was really good. It was deep. But dang, it was hard. Thanks for being real, man. <laughs> man, that's, that's so cool <laughs> of you, dude. That's really tough for nice you to go there. Hey, I know it's hard to be vulnerable like that and yeah. be real, but it you is, did it. Man. Good hey, job, I always wonder about vulnerability. When you share, it. it helps others feel less alone. Yes. Yeah. Mm. Okay. You want me to yell this? I, you know, no, I, wouldn't I, yell. I would just like low volume. Maybe. Like, kind of like clear eyes, full hearts. Can't, can't lose. lose. Yeah. yeah. Go. All right. Thank you. Okay. Well, there you go. Wow. It's a Bobby Bones show interview. In case you didn't know. Is this one of those where if you don't know, you're crazy? That's what this interview is? It's Chris Stapleton. If you don't know who he is, you're crazy? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. Probably. Just making sure. All right. Chris Stapleton walking in the studio right now. Look. Tennessee whiskey, come on. Back in the day. Broken halos. Parachute. I could keep going. His current single is Joy of My Life. He's a 10-time ACM Award winner. Nominated for three more this year. Entertainer of the Year tonight. ACM Awards, Amazon Prime. Here he is. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Chris Stapleton. Chris, it's good to see you, buddy. Yeah, man. Good to see you. How are you? You, How are (laughs) I'm good. Nobody cares about me right now, though. But I appreciate that because that's the kind of guy you are. I do. Thank you. How are you? I'm I'm doing just great. How's everything been? Just generally, because I haven't spoke to you in a while, like, you... What are you doing now? Are you balancing right now or are you working? What does that even mean? You well, know, I mean, because you, are, you work more than anybody known to man, I think. So, uh, you know, the work-life balance thing is a, is a tough thing for anybody in this industry. I have think. you mastered it? No. Have I, you? Oh, no. 
And I was going to ask you, because you and Morgan have been married a long time. I have had to learn to taper off of working all the time. Like I have yeah. to listen. It's hard for me to listen because I ha- I didn't get married until I was 39. Yeah. So we've been married a couple years, maybe three, two years, almost two years now. You need to know how long. I know, boy. When I said that, I was like, is there way we can edit this or live? Yeah. yeah. So, but I've had to learn to value her time. And sometimes that's by taking sure. less away from me working. Yeah. Is that... How do you find balance or at least chase balance in your life? Well, you just do everything you can to make that happen, you know, uh, and sometimes that means saying no to things. And that's hard in this industry where you can get used to, you know, you want to do that? Sure. Yes. Opportunity? Yes. But you have to, uh, you know, try to make conscious choices to, to choose uh, living sometimes over money or any of those things. Living. Mm. That's the key, that. maybe. Yeah. Maybe it's living. Uh, for with me... I didn't get to do a lot of cool stuff until the last couple of years. And I was saying yes to everything yeah. because I just wanted to make it. I just wanted to, yes, can I please do this? Yes, yes, yes. And I'm finally now getting to say no to things. But I have this sort of imposter syndrome where if I feel like if I say no to too much, I'll never get asked to do anything again. Absolutely, yeah. Wait, do you understand that? Oh, 100%. You understand that? Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. How so? You're the greatest. You might think that or somebody else might think that, but I, you know, I don't feel that way. I, I feel very much like a working musician who is trying to get, uh, keep his gig, you know? Yeah. Even you. Yeah. I think that gives a lot of people hope because they're going, well, if Chris Stapleton, who we all feel like, like you're like the greatest vocalist, you're a phenomenal songwriter, love to hear you live. And even you're like, you know, I don't even know about me sometimes. Well, but I want to be better. You want to be better. Everybody wants to be better at their job or there's always, there's always something else. You know, that's the, the other thing I think. When you have the the problem with the work life balance thing is, no matter what you achieve or no matter what you do, there's a certain personality type, and I'm I'm one of them. And I'm guessing maybe you're one of them too. That yeah. there's like, well, but there's then there's this next thing. There's always a next thing. There's always the next thing. It's a, it's there's never an end for that that personality. And so you have to learn to flip that switch and you know be present a little bit. And it's hard being present is hard and enjoying moments. You know. Sometimes you're moving through the moments so fast that you're not even looking around and going, hey, this is this is pretty killer what's going on right now. It's, it's beautiful, you know. My wife has been a big part of me being forced to do that. But then once I do it a couple of times, I'm like, oh, it's pretty cool to actually acknowledge how cool we have it, how good we have it. My thing has always been, I can't wait. I want to host one of the award shows. And tonight we're going to be at the ACMs. I'm not hosting, but I'm like Garth and Dolly sidekick. I think, I think that should happen. I'll, I'll vote for that. Well, thanks. I mean, yeah. who knows? That they, they won't let me, but I'm very happy. I'm at the, I'm part of the, I'm part of the ACMs tonight, everybody. Okay. <laughs> this is not an ACM thing, but I, that's the next thing. Like it's hard for me to enjoy a lot of the stuff because I'm like, I do so much comedy. I do so much, like I would be perfect for that job, but they, and, but it's all I can focus on. So when all these other good things are happening, I'm still like, yeah, but I still haven't been able to do this. Do you have one of those? What's the dream for you? Uh, the work, work-life balance is the dream. I've done so many things that I never dreamed of. And so I'm well beyond having a dream in that way. You know, like it's hard for me to <laughs> look at something else and go, oh, but I need to do that, you know. Uh, and, and I'm not trying to, maybe that's cocky sounding or something. I don't, I don't think it's cocky at all. I think it's true. And you have to have confidence to even be able to like put our foot in the water, honestly. Yeah. I mean, and and I'm. Do you think you have confidence? In some spaces, sure. Yeah, me, that's what yeah. I was going to say, too. And some I'm terrible. I'm so yeah. insecure. Yeah. Well, I th- and that's part of the other things that makes you always pushing, too. You know, is you're, you're trying to be better, trying to do something better, bigger than yourself, maybe even. 
Do you think that you try to get better because of your want to achieve or your fear of not achieving? Probably a little bit of both. I mean, I think that both would be fair. Um, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't only, I, I don't, especially now that I'm older, I don't have as much of a fear of failure because that just it's how you learn things. You can't learn anything without failing at something. Um, but I certainly like, I mean, I, and who doesn't, I don't think, but maybe there's somebody that doesn't like, you know, achieving things. It, it feels good. Everybody, everybody likes to win. Yeah. And it's not necessarily competitive, competitive with anybody other than myself for me. But, um, yeah, I, I do like those things. I, I grew up playing sports and things like that. So some of that's kind of, you know, hardwired into me. But um, I don't know. How do you get out your competition bug, if not in music? Because I love to compete. Same thing, grew up playing sports. I just, I'm so competitive. So I have different things that I do. If it's, a, you know, my buddies and I are in a league, we play Madden or I play golf. I love to compete. It doesn't matter what it is. I just need to beat somebody at something. Mm, I, you know, I, I've kind of reached a space where I, I don't feel like I'm trying to beat anybody or anything. I'm just trying to. You're healthy. Okay, we to, already to, here. To move. <laughs> You're a healthy person. I'm not a healthy person, Chris. Well, I mean, if we went and played something, I would want to beat you. <laughs> Let's be let's be you know real clear about that. But um, when I was a teenager, where I might have thrown a golf club, I you know maybe I'd be like, oh well, I, I shanked that one in the woods. I'll hit another one. It's fine. Your single now is "Joy in My Life." John Fogerty. I'm a massive John Fogerty fan. One of the first concerts I ever went to was John Fogerty. I mean, good for you. It, <laughs> yeah, I was like fifth, fourteen, fifteen. Nice. I saw Diamond Rio. I saw Peter Frampton. I saw John Fogerty. On one show? No, I wish. Oh. That would have been a heck of a festival. <laughs> I was like, but like all of the, like, like six months of my first concerts ever. And John Fogarty, I love CCR. I yeah. can do the whole catalog, yeah. uh, even as a solo artist. I mean, when I think about baseball, even like center field. It's you great. Know? So, and so Joy in My Life, like that's John Fogarty's song, right? It is. Because I've heard him, I've heard his live version yeah. as well. Why would you, why did you pick that song of the great songs that you It's pick? a record of his that I had when that record came out, is maybe the 90s. And, I don't know if that song is known as well uh, as some of. Certainly, he has a really deep catalog, but I just always loved that song, and I, I would play that. You know, like a lot of songs that I cut that are covers, it's just some song that I love. You know, and I think it's cool and it's fun to sing, and I love the sentiment of it. And um, maybe, not maybe, I'm I'm sure that I never would have written it that way or even thought of it that way. And so it's it's uh, it's neat to find songs that feel uh, like they can be personal but they're they had, didn't come from you at all mm -hmm. you know, so we're gonna play it now we're gonna come back with chris which by the way chris tonight acm awards up for i mean he's, he's the man but entertainer of the year is the one i'm talking about here you got three total nominations but i do the the vo for entertainer of the year i gave your name a little extra buzz don't worry oh yeah everybody yeah. else i was like <laughs> Morgan Wallen, Miranda Lambert, Chris Stapleton. <laughs> so when you hear that, you know. I, I hear that when you do that, it makes the voting go differently. Absolutely, yeah. even though there's no chance because they've already happened. But right. still. <laughs> Let me tell you about the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. I can tell you because I've seen the preview of the Santa Fe. It's awesome. I cannot wait to see it in real life and drive it for myself. The Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from whatever you feel like is dull in your work week. And then... Maybe you got an adventure plan for the weekend. So listen to this. H-Track all-wheel drive, which means you can, if you want to get on a dirt trail, go. The steeper, the better. 
Get to where no one else is going. Get ready to splash through puddles, kick up some mud, make some tracks, because you're going to have a blast. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe features best-in-class rear cargo space. So whether it's groceries or dogs, water bowls, treats, and toys, again, maybe roundabout, camping gear, extra bags, whatever you need to make it a real adventure, you got plenty of room. And then available dual wireless charging pads. This is probably the feature that I'm most excited about and the thing that I'll use the most. It's great because the last thing you want to do is be anywhere with a dead phone. Especially, again, if you're going camping or if you're just driving down the road. You know, the worst nightmare for me is my phone going dead. Or just a low battery when it gets red. Oof, always got to have it charged. And with the available dual wireless charging pads, you'll be able to head as far out or stay in as much as you want. Got the charging pads and you can navigate your way back to civilization. You got to check out the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com. Or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Just go look at it. Just looking at it's awesome. HyundaiUSA.com. Class comparison of cargo volume behind front seats with all rear seats folded down based on primary compact SUV competitors as defined by Hyundai Motor America. Competitors within this class are Chevrolet Blazer, Ford Edge, Honda Passport, Jeep Cherokee, Nissan Murano, Subaru Outback, Toyota Venza, and Volkswagen Atlas Cross Sport. Claim based on comparison of specifications on manufacturer websites. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer. But I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Chris Stapleton. ACMs tonight on Amazon Prime. I hope you watch. You don't even need a subscription to watch. You can go check it out. I'll be there. I'm doing backstage with Bobby Bones during the show. Garth and Dolly are hosting. Chris Stapleton's up for Entertainer of the Year. He's got more nominations than that, but he's also here today. Now, Chris, you ever been? When's the last time you were nervous? Let me ask you that. When's the last time for performance? For performance? For performance, because I can't see you get nervous. Super Bowl. Oh. Really? Yeah. Is it because... It's a Super Bowl? Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's a Super Bowl, you know. It's just, and it's the anthem. You know, that's a hard song, and it's uh, it's one that if you mess it up, uh, you are immortalized messing it up forever. And if you do do well, you, you, you did good there, too. But the main goal with the anthem is don't mess up the words and don't mess up the melody. Did you have a conversation on if you, 
listen, we all love America. Let's get that straight. Do you have a conversation? Was do I do I want to go sing the national anthem at the Super Bowl? Because if you you're right, if you nail it, everybody's like, good job, let's get the game. But if you don't, it's remembered forever. Uh, yes. Well, here's another one of those things we're talking about, about the dream things. People would ask me to do the anthem for, for various other things. I'd be like, no, I'll I'll just wait on the Super Bowl. Mm. Thinking, you know, like they're not going to call me for the Super Bowl. So, but then they call you for the Super Bowl, and you're like, well, I I said I would do that if if they call me for that. So, I. I went and did it, and now I'm retired from the anthem. So, whenever you perform it, you know they they can bet on how long it goes. Did you ever? Did you know how long yours was going to be just from practice? I won a lot of money. Yeah. No, <laughs> <laughs> Some guy named Chris Bapleton yeah, yeah, yeah. won ten million dollars. <laughs> yes. Did you Did you judge it for yourself? Did I judge? Did it you even myself? think about it? Like, did you time it yourself, even knowing that was a thing? I, I did. Yeah, good. I, I I did after people started asking me like. Like, I didn't know it was a thing, right. first of all. I never didn't know you could bet on how long the anthem was. So I was like, and once I learned that, I was like, man, I know how long the anthem is. That's crazy. But but I haven't really told anybody. I didn't tell anybody. So there's still some honor there. I didn't. All I know is I never got a message saying, hey, it's 242. Because if it would have, <laughs> I'd have been killing. Is it, when you sing the anthem with a guitar, is it easier to stay same pitch because you have the you can hear the note and you know because some people go and they blow that thing yeah i, I mean or does I, it not matter uh, it's a non-issue for me I mean, it might be for somebody else yeah. i don't know I, it's i can only judge it for me do you have perfect pitch no can you hear perfect pitch um, i mean perfect pitch means that i could i could hear you hit and your, then match it and i could tell you well i could tell you what that note was i can't do that that's perfect pitch. Like uh, somebody, Charlie Puth has perfect pitch. But could you guess pretty good? No. no okay. Not good. even <laughs> close. Not even close. I don't even know the names of all the notes on a guitar. You know, so I can't tell you what I'm playing most of the time. What's the best concert you've ever been to? The best concert I've ever been to. Um, I've been to some good ones. Um, Paul McCartney, the Eagles, Hell Freezes Over tour, uh, the Vince Gill tour where he had the big band. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's hard to pick. There's a lot of good ones. But, but one. But one? You only go to one, but you get to relive it. I get it's to like, relive yeah, it? Yeah, you get to relive I, a show was, that you've been to. Man, if I was reliving, I'd probably go. And part of this is just the era of my life. It is. It's, it's the Eagles Hell Freezes Over tour. You know, fourth row, Charleston, West Virginia. Me and my brother, I spent all my money I had to get these, these tickets, you know. And they played for four hours. And it was, they did all their solo stuff. Plus all the Eagle stuff. So you got everything that you wanted out of that show. And it was it was an immaculate show. Did you ever it watch was, their documentary? I have not. It's like three and a half. It was awesome. It was that. It was them getting back together and doing that tour. You see the Tom Petty documentary by any chance? It's like seven hours, eight I, hours long. I haven't. I, oh, it's so I've, good. I've watched about half of the Beatles. The one on Apple? Yeah. I've watched about half of that. I haven't gone through. I, I just, I get... Um, Distracted a lot. <laughs> what do you think about the Apple one? Because I, I see why everybody thought it was so awesome, but I also couldn't sit for long periods because you're just watching them live. You know, it's voyeurism. You know, you're sure. As a songwriter, it's fascinating to watch some of these things be created and realize that um, a lot of the processes are not too different than what the rest of us try to do. They just happen to be the Beatles. <laughs> yeah. You know, like they're sitting there dinking around on something, thinking they're not doing anything, and then it's you know, some classic Beatles song that 
everybody knows. And you're just, the, oh, yeah, there's one part yeah. where Paul is just like, Jojo was a man who... Hmm. Judge Jojo was a man who, and you're hearing him. Yeah, you're hearing him make it back. You hear like the beginning start parts of Get Back that we all know now. We've heard ten million times, but it's just him like dinking around, figuring it out. Right, it's incredible. That's an incredible thing to have on film. Are you recording a lot of your life so we can do one of these about you? No, no, nobody. You don't have somebody that's recording a bunch of stuff that's not getting out on social media. But one day, when it's time for Stapleton, uncut, unedited, midnight version. No, I'm pretty. I'm pretty private. I mean, we film shows and stuff like that. But you don't want a documentary about your life? Not really. No. I do. Yeah. Well, <laughs> there's one. <laughs> <laughs> Did you think? Let's go uh, twenty years ago. Did you have dreams that equaled to where you are now? No. No. Dreams. No. No, because I, you know, I, I try to work very much in the space and the doors that feel like they're open. Not necessarily like. I guess it's good to have goals. Like, but my goals were always. I'm a songwriter. I want to keep this job. You know, I'm, I'm touring. I don't want to lose money. <laughs> you know, like those are those are the kinds of things that uh, there was never like a. Hey, I want to be, uh, getting interviewed on the radio, talking about being nominated for a bunch of awards. Doesn't. Not a not was not a not a thing. Really. You would have liked it though. It just was. It was just so out of the realm of what you thought was a possibility. Well, you know, I'm not. Hmm. Well, it just didn't seem. Um, some of those things don't seem uh, achievable or practical, right? And they're not without a whole lot of luck. You know. If we go back to that performance with you and JT where I think America was introduced to you, was the next few days and week after that, was it just bonkers for it's you? super bonkers. Yeah, we went from, you know, the next thing that we had after after that, uh, we had like a West Coast run, which we'd never played really on the West Coast at all. And we were playing places that held maybe 800 people that were half sold, you know, because nobody knew who, knew who we were out there. And... You know, those tickets were gone, and and then pretty soon we were booking things. We didn't know how, uh, you know, deep the river was all of a sudden. And so there was a lot of guessing about what size venue we could play for the next year or so. And then then we're in the venues that we're in. Did you feel like that could be fleeting? I I still do. Mm, Yeah. But but you can't. (laughs) I mean, I get it because I feel the same way. People say, if you got fired today you'd be fine and i'm like i don't know so i completely understand but i'm saying this from my perspective like there's no chance it's fleeting now but you did feel like maybe this is a, just a blip so i need to hold on as long as i can well yeah i mean working musician mentality kicks in you're like all right sunshine let's make some hay let's let's do what we can do and you and you and you run pretty hard in those moments as hard as you can was it ever overwhelming no it was exciting i mean it, it, it was exhausting but it was exciting, you know, and and just uh, surreal and light, and still is on a lot of nights, you know. Can you go to dinner in a public place? I can. Can you go to dinner in a public place where people don't recognize you or want to pay for your bill or try to get a picture? Sometimes. Is that hard? I mean, it, that that kind of adjustment was hard. That was that was the hardest part initially, and it, and it's probably. Um, 
And now it's just, it's, that's just what my life is, you know, and I'm sure that it's just what your life is. And totally the same. We're the same fame. Yeah. Good. Pretty point. much. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> I don't know what you have to deal with, man. You're, you're it gets on, weird you're sometimes. On TV and stuff, it gets you know, weird like, sometimes. But uh, you're you're very, I mean, uh, you're such a great songwriter and singer. And on top of that, your beard is very distinct. Sure. Where my glasses is pretty distinct. Yeah. Your beard. So I would think, like, I got I got pulled over the other day. Had a phone up to my ear. Should you can't do that, by the way. You can't hold a phone up to your ear. You get a ticket. I wasn't speeding. Got a phone up to my ear. Oh, if it's not, what if you're not talking to anybody? Doesn't matter. I can't have phone to your ear. Can't you, you be hold? You can can't, be holding. No, nope, you can't hold it what, up. To what if it's a toy phone? Chris, I don't have the answers, but that'd be hilarious. You drive by <laughs> yeah. a cop with a toy phone just to see. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. That's Smart funny. <laughs> okay, man, that's funny just right checking. there. Yeah. Just checking. <laughs> I got so I got pulled over. It does that ever happen? And somebody like a cop is like, "Oh, Chris Stapleton, look at that. We'll let you go. I know you just robbed the bank, but go ahead and go free. You're Chris Stapleton." Uh, I, I've I've gotten you know. Because I, my whole life, because I look like I do, I look like I need a ticket. <laughs> you know, the, I'll get caught for like a rolling stop on a stop sign or something. And it doesn't happen as much anymore. But anytime I used to get pulled, I just knew I was getting a ticket. There were no warnings, nothing. They would find everything they could find. <laughs> and I would get those because I think in their heart they knew that because I look like I look, it, it was, I, even though they didn't catch me for something that I've done, I did something. You know, I felt like that a lot, but but no, I, I actually have gotten off with a with a warning uh, in the last two or three years. But they say, Chris, please sing to me. You'd like a warning, <laughs> and he's like, All right, I need a warning. Here you go, Chris. That's it. <laughs> I, I saw a video of you. I don't know how long it was. Were you at a Tyler Perry show and they were like, made you get up and sing? Is that real? Yeah, that's real. How long ago is that? That's been a minute. It has. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Pre-pandemic, so I I wondered how did the how did a microphone get to you? How did they know it was you? Well, I was coming to the show, and we were gonna, you know, a bunch of folks that I work with, we, we wanted to go see the show because at the time that was like the last one he was gonna do, you know. And uh, he knew that I was there, gonna be there, and he's like, so before the show, he was like, hey man, can I just hand you a microphone? Can we break out of the show for a minute and we'll just do that thing? I was like, I mean, I guess so. Let's let's go. And so that's what we did. That's pretty cool. Yeah, it was super cool. Is it cool that people that are also uber talented think you're uber talented? Um, because that's what that is. Certainly, it feels validating, you know. Um, and uh, if you want to say it's cool, yeah, I think it. I mean, I, yeah, I think that's cool. You're on the road. We were talking about this. If we look through your tour dates here: All American Roadshow, uh, ChrisStapleton.com, and March all the way through. It looks like the end of October. Do you still enjoy being that? Hour and a half on stage. We usually do two hours, but yeah. Two uh, hours on stage. Do you still yeah. enjoy that? Yeah. I mean, I mean certainly, the, I mean, every night is a new uh, animal, you know, and, and if you, you know, if you're feeling out of the weather or it's mm. super hot or super cold, th those are things, you know, if you're playing outside, those are things that are kind of wild cards that, you know, but it is, as long as you can get to the, the best version of, uh, how something can sound on stage and you really can find that, that musicianship thing with all the guys on stage and get in the groove of something. Yeah, that's that's really something to enjoy because then you see this thing start happening with the circle of the fans and everybody's, you send something out and the energy comes back at you and then you get to send that energy back out and it, and it elevates what you do. You can't, I don't know, you can't do that without people coming to watch you, you know. Three more questions. If you're, We'll say writer's block 
riders, slow riders, and you're not there, you can't get there. What can you do in order to kind of find that, that spark? Go to something else. Just get away completely? Yeah, just stop. If it's not happening, just stop. Go do something else. And, you know, I've, I've had rare occasions where I've dedicated time to go do something like that, that that happens. But I've certainly had it happen. That said, yeah, I've had writing appointments with people when I was a songwriter, and we'd be banging around on trying to beat our heads against a wall for two hours and then could look at each other and just go, hey, let's just go to lunch. And, and you do that, and that's the day. And that's, that's songwriting and being creative, too. Like, some days, you're not going to have it. But if you, you know, can have enough presence of mind to just walk away. Is that where Salisbury Steak was written? That song? That's my favorite song of your Salisbury Steak. Was it at lunch? I have no idea yeah, what you're I'm talking just, I'm about. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so, but now, listen, I, I could have written a song like that in my 20s. I, I don't remember a lot. Uh, I just, you know. <laughs> so, okay, you're on the road. You're playing these shows. You play these songs that you've either written or that you've you've picked, like the Fogarty song. We go back to some of the great covers that you put on your records. Do you have a? This is such a cliche question, but I love asking. Do you have a favorite song right now that you play? A favorite song? Yeah. What do you like playing the most? Like um, you see it coming up in the set list, you're like, man, this is what I'm looking forward to. Uh, I look forward to playing. I was wrong a lot just because you know I get to we extend it and play like a bunch of guitar on the end and so as a singer who likes to play guitar i you know uh, i like to do that you know, so john mayer plays with dead and company right so mm -hmm. he goes would you ever not with grateful dead dead and company but is that intriguing exciting to you if somebody was like hey some famous band like the eagles or something like hey would you play guitar for us for three shows but only guitar where you don't have to sing yes would that be fun oh yeah and that's my those are my favorite calls sometimes when people call me just to come play guitar on something because you know i'm i secretly really love that you know not secretly i'm i'm publicly saying right here my favorite thing is to get a call to not sing you know that's weird or 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 just to write with somebody for something they're doing I, and not because the, it has to be a duet those are the things that mm. um so not to write for you to sing on but just they just want your your writing perspective ability yeah i love to do that because it allows you, there's so much more, um, I'm trying to get in somebody else's thing and, and help them get to whatever they're looking for in, in my own way. And that's a really um, fun, creative space to be in for me. Because I don't do that all the time. Well, I can invite you over not to sing. That's pretty easy. Hey, you want to yeah. come over, man? Just don't sing. <laughs> yeah. Just hang out. Yeah. Uh, Chris Stapleton tonight. You guys watch the ACMs, please. It is on Amazon Prime. Are you playing tonight? No. You're not. No. And that's why you're going, because they were like, Chris wants you to come, but don't play. That's what I heard. They yep. want, they wanted you not they to. They said, please never play And again. then you were like, my favorite call is not to play, so I'm going to be there. That's well, right. we don't really, I mean, we're at the end of an album cycle. We, we've, there wasn't much reason for us to play, so we just pump the brakes and we'll show up and be there be present but if we're at the end of one is it almost the rebirth of another album cycle could be yes sir <laughs> yes sir okay there he is chris stapleton he just said it here he's got a brand new album coming out called salisbury steak <laughs> right everybody we about that it was untitled until it was. now but, yeah. <laughs>
All right, you guys follow Chris at Chris Stapleton. Chris, you know I love you, man. Just as a dude, just as you. obviously your music is uh, fantastic. But you guys go see Chris. This, the show's with George Strait. That's that's got to be crazy. That's got to be crazy. It's insane, man. I, 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 we have played a few of those kind of shows before, and I, and I just bugged George to do some more. Because <laughs> it's fun. It's a, it's a great bill to be on. It's George Strait, man. It's George Strait, man. You know? That's right. All right, there he is. ACM's tonight, Amazon Prime. Clap your hands for Chris Stapleton, everybody. The news coming up in just a second where they say this is the deadliest sport in America. I think you could actually die. I mean, I guess you could. But I'll tell you about that in like two minutes. There is a Bobby Cast episode up. It's an hour long with Megan Patrick. And I got a couple things I wanted to tell you. First of all, that injury she had, because she's from Canada, and then she started like skiing. And then she hurt herself real bad. Like, listen to this. I was warming up in a slope stall competition, went off a jump way too fast. And it, it threw me off when I went up to start my rotation. I kind of overcorrected and basically ended up doing a front flip without completing the rotation. Landed on my head and my shoulder, snapped my collarbone, dislocated my shoulder, and kind of suitcased on top of myself. With, and so I broke my back, broke my ribs, severe concussion. I thought about that every day since I've talked to her. Her going up and losing control and then just landing. Well, nothing I can do, so I got to go land right on my head. Crazy. She has this song called Red Roses and Red Flags. We were talking about this, and Eddie goes, she's still with Mitchell Tenpenny? And I was like, not only is she with him, she married him. I didn't realize that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) And so so Megan Patrick is married to Mitchell Tenpenny, and this is her talking about, I guess, when they made it official. So when I met Mitchell, I went on tour for like a month and I just figured, well, he'll ghost me in like a week. He's another artist, songwriter, you know, guy in Nashville who thinks he's God's gift to country and women. And uh, he wasn't. He We talked every day and, you know, he ended up saying to me about three quarters of the way through the tour, yeah, I kind of want to lock this down. So do you want a date? And then I was like, I'm not really sure what that means. He's like, like, I'm committing to you. And I was like, all right. And then I think it was 45 minutes later, I'm on the bus and I get a text. He's like, so just to be clear, like I can tell people you're my girlfriend, right? <laughs> There you go. Uh, Megan Patrick, check out the Bobby cast. It's an hour long. She's awesome. It's awesome. I hope you podcast it. Okay, let's go to the news. Bobby's Big Stories. Turns out horseback riding, America's most dangerous and deadly sport. Wow. Horseback riding. Not horse fighting. What is that? I don't know. Being crazy. (laughs) I I just can't imagine we'd win much. Plus, we had a gun. Okay. But yeah, a uh, hundred deaths per year. Well, this is like jumping stuff, like equestrian, right? Or just falling off. Yeah. So the danger is, this story came out because somebody in Florida, her her horse tripped and fell on top of her. It wasn't mm. even like equestrian type oh, stuff. Oh, gosh. And she was 15. I don't want to get into that, but it was an accident. So this becomes a story. And then the follow-up was, yeah, and this happens a lot. So the deadliest sport in America, not just horse jumping and equestrian it's literally horseback riding wow well and this wasn't in america but recently the miss australia runner-up for the world i don't know beauty pageant person she just was t- she was 23 years old take it just taken off life support after a horse riding accident she just fall off i don't know the details i just saw oh, you the gave headline. us the story oh. yeah. but it was uh, it <laughs> yeah, yeah, related yeah, yeah. to this and i thought oh my gosh how tragic she yeah. probably because she probably does that as a sport and she fell off once because my uncle rick had horses and I don't think he had enough saddles for all the horses. We'd ride bareback a lot. We were idiot kids. We'd just jump on a horse and go. And I remember once I was on this horse. I feel like the horse's name was Horse, unless he just yelled horse at all the horses. I'm not sure as I look back, but I got on horse, and horse took off. 
and I'm blah, 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 and probably a little too fast. And again, I'm riding barebacks. I'm just holding on to the main, and took me right into a clothesline, like a, not a power line, but like a clothesline. Yeah. I remember it catching my neck, and horse kept running, and I said, Hah! and it like just threw me back. You literally got clotheslined by a clothesline. Literally. Wow. Horse on a horse, <laughs> clothesline. Wow. Yeah, Amy, I have that story. Sienna Weir, a finalist in the Miss Universe Australia pageant, has tragically passed away following a horse riding accident. She was riding her horse, and the horse took a fall. The horse fell, so obviously she was on it, and she died. She was great. Mm-hmm. Horse riding, horseback riding. But stay off. If you see a horse named Horse, avoid it. Okay. Unless it's got a saddle, okay? A landlord finds, well, the condo they own was listed as an Airbnb but by a stranger, and they weren't even making money off of it. The stranger was. What? Oh. Bizarre. That's crazy. A landlord found her condo listed on Airbnb. It was somebody who wasn't her tenant. She went online and found that it was listed repeatedly by someone she had never heard of. It was the tenant's boyfriend who was the last tenant who was there. She tried to evict the tenant. The tenant wanted $6,000 to be evicted. You have to settle what? to be kicked out now? Wow. Boy, what a life. <laughs> I'd like to kick you out of the place. I'd like 10 grand. <laughs> Wait, what? And then you use that to keep paying rent. <laughs> it's a never-ending cycle. The owner of the condo lost thousands in legal fees and unpaid rent. She blames the city's lax rules around licensing short-term rentals and is calling for changes in regulations. MSN has that story. <laughs> Women are getting hair transplants to offset the size of their forehead. Mm. But would you get them long and then you turn them to the side, or would you do like lunches bangs and oh, bring cover them down? It yeah, probably add some to the front and then they would come down. My sister, I do, I'm not saying she would get this, but I always felt bad for her growing up. People called her five head. Oh, well, wow! A, if she's listening, she's just re-triggered. No, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no, she's. Hey, Christy. No, Amy, she had just good forgotten about you. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good to hear from no. you. Hey, T-bone here, five head. You know, I'm sure we're both hurting right now. No, it's something that's coming back up for her because of her HGTV show. People have like mean things online about it. There's a whole Reddit thread about my sister's hair. No one watches that show. Well, somebody on. Why it, do you think they don't? Because season does. two, they've renewed it. Just saying, not very good. Season two is gonna be even worse. Is your? Uh, He's just bitter. Yeah, I know. I was gonna ask him. Are you, are you injured? Because it feels like your butt's hurt. Because <laughs> <laughs> you didn't get picked. Thank you. Yeah. A new study found that longer naps can be associated with negative impacts on your health. Oh. Lunch average <laughs> nap average per week. Hour thirty five. I it. did take a Sunday I took a three and a half. When did I got that thirty five number? Somebody, Let the I'm, guy do his analysis, you know. If you look at the clock, it's about an hour and thirty five is the average. Of the thousands of adults that participated in the study, thirty five percent of them took naps often, sixteen percent of them slept for more than thirty minutes at a time. And longer naps were associated with later bed and meal times, increased intake at lunch, also smoking. Mostly it was the length of the nap affected everything else. And a lot of those factors were bad for your health. Power naps have been proven though, like 15 minuters. Mm, can't do that. Hmm? Uh, can't do 15 minutes. It's impossible. It's too short. Not strong enough? Can't have the power? <laughs> the power nap. <laughs> They've been proven to lead. Uh, you through all the mental and physical health benefits like energy, alertness, productivity, mood. So there you go. Nothing? Nothing? I feel like you wake me up from a 15-minute power nap. I'm angry as crap. I'm going to be in a bad yeah. mood. All right. That's your news. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Bones.
Let me tell you about the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. I can tell you because I've seen the preview of the Santa Fe. It's awesome. I cannot wait to see it in real life and drive it for myself. The Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from whatever you feel like is dull in your work week. And then maybe you got an adventure plan for the weekend. So listen to this. H-Track all-wheel drive, which means you can, if you want to get on a dirt trail, go. The steeper, the better. Get to where no one else is going. Get ready to splash through puddles, kick up some mud, make some tracks, because you're going to have a blast. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe features best-in-class rear cargo space. So whether it's groceries or dogs, water bowls, treats, and toys, again, maybe roundabout, camping gear, extra bags, whatever you need to make it a real adventure, you got plenty of room. And then available dual wireless charging pads. This is probably the feature that I'm most excited about and the thing that I'll use the most. It's great because the last thing you want to do is be anywhere with a dead phone. Especially, again, if you're going camping or if you're just driving down the road. You know, the worst nightmare for me is my phone going dead. Or just a low battery when it gets red. Oof, always got to have it charged. And with the available dual wireless charging pads, you'll be able to head as far out or stay in as much as you want. Got the charging pads, and you can navigate your way back to civilization. You got to check out the all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Just go look at it. Just looking at it's awesome. HyundaiUSA.com. Class comparison of cargo volume behind front seats with all rear seats folded down based on primary compact SUV competitors as defined by Hyundai Motor America. Competitors within this class are Chevrolet Blazer, Ford Edge, Honda Passport, Jeep Cherokee, Nissan Murano, Subaru Outback, Toyota Venza, and Volkswagen Atlas Cross Sport. Claim based on comparison of specifications on manufacturer websites. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines, plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines, all on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on uh, being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer. But I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time, and I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and having to figure out how to pay the bill. I didn't have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. A reminder, Mother's Day is coming up this weekend. Thanks for the reminder. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's why I'm saying that. this right now. You got a couple days. Mother's Day is this weekend. Yeah. I had to switch my flight. What do you mean? From iHeart? Yeah. I took the 2.30 in the afternoon flight because I was like, man, I'm going <laughs> to leave my I'm gonna leave my wife with the three kids. Yeah. Chill. And then like earlier, or a couple days ago, someone goes, you know, it's Mother's Day Sunday. I was like, ooh. So there's a 7 a.m. or a 9.30 a.m., so I took the 9.30. You still 
you know what? Good for you. Yeah, what I switched say? it. I oh, so you still could have changed it to the seven. Yeah. No, but. no, no, no. That, I'd just be dead man walking then. Mm-hmm. Is it about you, though? Yeah, I mean, if I want to be present for Mother's Day, I'm going to need a couple extra hours of sleep. Fair. True. Now, Mother's Day's coming up. We're going to play Name That TV Mom. Ooh. So I will give you the TV mom. You give me the show that they're on. Okay? Fair enough. We'll just go around the room. If you miss one, you're dead. Dead? Yeah. Oh, no. I lift up the paintball gun. Oh, man. (laughs) Uh, Here's an example. I don't care who gets it. Lorelei Gilmore. Oh, Gilmore Gilmore Girls. Girls. Loving you the way I do. That's it. That's how the game works. Boom. That was easy. It's we're serving two purposes here. One, to give a little entertaining game. And two, remind you it's Mother's Day coming up. And it was Lorelai. Okay. Whatever. What to say? Lorelai. I never watched that show. <laughs> Do you watch Gilmore Girls? Yeah, I watched a couple episodes. Pretty good. You didn't just watch a couple. <laughs> yeah, just couple seasons. <laughs> yeah. Okay, ready. Amy, you're first. Tammy Taylor. Friday Night Lights. Correct. <laughs> Lunchbox. Elise Keaton. Hmm. Which one is that? Growing Pains. Is that your answer? Yeah. Oh. Incorrect. Another one. Family Ties. Yes. I don't know which oh, one. No. It was between those two. I don't know the Dang, difference. You're 50-50? Yeah. Amy got a much easier one than you. <laughs> I think. Yeah. Eddie. Come on. Claire Dumphy. Dumphy. Claire Dumphy. We're just going to play points because this is going to be over immediately if that's the case. Claire <laughs> Dumphy. Yeah, go ahead. I, I'm, I'm leaning towards step by step, but that's because Patrick Dumphy was on that show. Patrick Duffy? That's it. Patrick <laughs> Duffy. So it's not step by step. And that was his real name, wasn't it? Uh huh. That's yeah. why I was confused. Yeah. Let's go step by step. You still go with step by step. Come on. Step. Come on. That's no. Patrick Dumphy. No. Nope. Modern Family. You know, we're playing points now. Okay, yeah, at least they got good. shows from this generation. Uh, Amy, uh, Moira Rose. Myra Rose. Moira Rose. How do you say that? Oh. Moira Rose? Yeah. Uh, it's Creek. Yeah, S Creek. Oh, okay. <laughs> good job. Lunchbox. Marie Barone. Yeah, everybody loves Raymond. Correct. Eddie. Mm-hmm. Marion Cunningham. She was a mom on what show? Ooh, that'll be Happy Days. Correct. Maybe you're still up by one. As long as you get them right. Just don't miss. Wanda Maximoff. (laughs) What? Wanda Maximoff. Maxa what? Wanda Maximoff. Wanda Maximoff? That's how you say it, right, Mike? Okay, uh, the 70s show? Mm. I don't know. I'd guess Game of Thrones just because I've never heard of it. WandaVision. Oh. Oh, Wanda. I love that show. Yeah. Wow. That good? Yeah. I guess that was a hint there. Yeah. That was a tough one, Amy. Lunchbox, Rebecca. <laughs> oh, great. Rebecca Katsopoulos. Rebecca Katsopoulos. Katsopoulos. Rebecca Katsopoulos. Webster. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Dude, you're going to kick yourself. Full house. <laughs> That's Aunt Becky. Jesse. She was a mom? Yeah. They they had had twins. twins. Oh. We've only seen a couple episodes, though. You know what I mean? It's like, whoa. Eddie, Harriet Winslow. Ooh, give me Family Matters. Correct. 
Everybody got three? No, I have one. Amy and Eddie have two. Oh. I can keep scoring my head because I'm so competitive. Because yeah. no, you only have one point. That's the, easy to keep track of. But I kept yours and Amy's because I want to win. Amy Jill Taylor. Home improvement. Correct. Lunchbox. Peggy Bundy. Married with children. Correct. Eddie. Florida Evans. Florida. Oh. Florida. Florida Evans. Was that her name? Flo? They called her Flo. Give me Jefferson's. Or is that Wheezy? Good times. No! Okay, we have one each, one left. I have no idea the score. Oh, my goodness. It's Amy three, me and Eddie two. Okay. Oh, okay, good. Joyce Byers, Amy. Joyce Byers. Joyce Byers. Joyce Byers. Joyce. Joyce Vision. Joyce. Joyce Vision. I like that, Amy. Good strategy. Yeah, do it. Byerton. Answer. That 70s show. Stranger Things. Sing it. Um, oh, come on. I can get back in it. That I need it. Hmm? That's why I know a writer, I think. Bing. Yeah. Come on. Lunchbox. Yeah. Morticia. <laughs> Morticia. Morticia. Are you sandbagging? Stop. No, he doesn't Only know thing it. I can think of. Is, oh, man. What are you thinking, though? The only thing that pops in my head, I have no idea. It's dead people. The Adams family are dead people. I think, aren't they? I don't know. I don't know about dead. But mortician has to do with like zombies, maybe. That's the only thing I'm going with. I don't know. A mortician would be a dead person. Yeah, yeah, that's not doctor. Right. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I am going with the Adams family. Correct. Oh, yes! no. <laughs> The possum does like crazy. Yeah. They put the little feet out for the possum oh and he God. ate it up. Yeah. Guys, I don't, I've never seen the Adams family. Whatever. Eddie. Come on. You need this to tie. We've got know. a sudden death. <gasps> Kitty Foreman. Amy. I know. You wanted this one so bad. Give me that 70s show. That's correct. Wow! Hey, we should let Amy win because it's Wait, Mother's Amy's Day. Tied? Yeah, we all have three. Three, three, three. We I thought, thought I what? Missed that for the lead. No, no she, she would have clinched. I was already ahead of them. Wait, so so lunch wants to give it to Amy because it's Mother's Day. Yes, That's psych. a great point. Psych. <laughs> That's a great point. Mother's Day coming up. No, no, give me nice another gift. mom. I ain't getting it. What's up? You Whatever. Her, her kids will give her something. I ain't giving her anything. Will your kids give you something? I don't think so. That's oh. too bad. <laughs> they might. Let's go. I don't have... High expectations. Well, that's even lower them with a loss in this game. But it's not anything bad. Like, we just, I don't know. I don't know. I still feel like your feelings are hurt a little bit. No, my feelings are not hurt. I just don't know how this year will go. It's like my first. First what? Oh, yeah. It's my first Mother's Day without the. Oh, man. Thanks, (laughs) Lunchbox, for bringing that up. It's got awkward. Like, when you're. Like, their dad might do something for me, but I don't know. Got it. Like, or he might have them. Oh, boy. Uh, Here we go. Oh, man. Okay. Speed round. Speed round. Two of you go through to the finals. Okay. You're in the finals. All right. Here we go. We yell our name? Mm hmm. Sophia Petrillo. Amy. Amy. Golden Girls. Correct. Amy moves on to the finals. No idea who that is. 
Golden Girls. She was the mom of Dorothy. I didn't watch that. Mm-hmm. Well, you didn't watch the Adams Family either. Either, yeah, exactly. So now it's me and Lunchbox. It's YouTube battling out for the championship. Eat at the bunker. Eddie. Eddie. All in the family. Correct. Yeah. Let's go, Amy. Archie Bunker, huh? I don't know what that is. Yeah, that's, I guess it's his mom. All in the family. Okay. Last one. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Buzz in with your name. See, Amy, I let you win. Thank Ready? you. Ready? I'm just going to say the first name. And if you don't get it, we'll go to the last name. June. Amy? Anything? Nobody wants to go with June. Mm-hmm. I want to, but... but... Say your name, because when I say it, you can guess now. June. Okay, we're going to move on to the last name. June Cleaver. Amy. Amy. Leave it to Beaver. Correct. Uh, all these segments were rejected for different reasons. I saved the best five and present them to you as a segment. Well, we call it rejected segments. Oh. Rejected segment number five. Number five. From Lunchbox. He writes, our company sucks. They're a bunch of liars. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Which uh-huh. I definitely, it's not a company issue, but he's upset because of the free lunch email. Yeah, we got an email saying they were going to have free lunch fajitas from 1145 to 1245. Come on down. And I go in there at 1215. There was nothing but one scoop of salsa, scoop of beans, and one tortilla. Like, uh, I think that's the food that they bring and sit in there will be there from 1145 to 12.45. And if you don't go at 11.45, you know no, no, it's no. all going to be gone. But don't send... You know how many people work in this building. There's not very many of us that work in this building. So you can accommodate, okay, there's 20 people that work here in this building. So we should get 20 people worth of food. Half hour I, I was doing work. I was in the middle of doing a podcast. And you can't pause it to go get your no. food? You can't? No. And You can't? I could. Okay. But, I don't uh, but, but, but they tell you it's food for everyone. They know how many people work here, and they don't even bring enough for everybody. It's like, what are you doing? I had the food. It was great. You ate it? Yeah, When man. were you there? Uh, right when it started. Oh, was it fresh and warm? Oh, it was great, dude. Dang. I had three tacos. Dang, you probably yeah. had his. Everybody yeah. got two, supposedly, but Eddie got three. <laughs> I mean, it was crazy how we go in there, and it was like, Wow, that's down to this? One scoop of beans? But you did go half an hour after it started. How many people are... How hard is it to get enough for the 20 people that work in well, this building? Well, you don't want to get exactly enough because there won't be everybody that comes in. And it sounds like some people... It sounds like five people went in there and it was already out. Sounds like everybody a little more than they should have been. Right. <laughs> Number four. And this one I didn't choose just because it was boring as crap. You may think we do some boring stuff sometimes, but I don't know. This might actually trump all of them. Eddie wants to do a segment about him getting reading glasses. Hey, this is real, guys. I, I mean, I don't know anything about it. This is why I kind of wanted to talk about it. Like, do I need to go to the optometrist or what? All right, there you go. That is uh, number yes. four. Thank you. Number three. This one is from Lunchbox. And I'm just going to read the description. Win a date with Amy. We need to get Amy back on the dating scene. <laughs> We should hold a contest where the prize is to win a date with Amy. We bring in three single guys or girls and play the match game. The winner goes on a date with Amy, and then we follow up to be see if there's a second date. And if, especially if it's a girl, I'll go as a chaperone. 
What? Here's the deal. Okay. When you're scared to do things, you got to force people out there to do things. Like my kids, we get to the top of the playground at the slide and they're scared. I push them. They go down the slide. <laughs> Guess what? They, they realize they love it. Amy is scared to get out there and date. So we push her out there. She's going to realize, man, this is fun. That's what you got to do. You're, How I'm do we helping find these guys with a, with a uh, win easy. a date. Put up a thing on the website and say why you should be in the contest, and then ask for what. Uh, Amy, do you want pictures or do you don't, don't care? <laughs> Just like their personality. <laughs> what would you prefer? I mean, that's that's up to her. Like she gotta, has creative control it. too. It's not a one-way street. Like, I'm willing to work with her on this. I feel like that's just a murder waiting to happen if you do this bit with people. Oh, gosh. My brain hadn't even gone to murder. Yeah, Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, I feel like it is. If we don't background check them, psych check them. Amy's out with some crazy... That's not good. That's not good. Chases her home. What do you think, Amy? I'm good. It's rejected. Rejected. Okay, there we go. Number two. It's called Lunchbox Sexy Photo Shoot. We tell Lunchbox he's been hired by a client he endorses to do a photo shoot for a digital commercial. But when he gets there, it's actually a boudoir photo shoot that we lined up. That's good. That's good. No, because I'd show up and be like, no, no. But the client wants you to do it, they're going to pay you money. Money. Depends how much they're going to pay me. They can say a million. They're not going to pay you, actually. But they would say $10,000. Then I'm in. Okay. (laughs) And then I would sue you for not coming through. Number one. This is from Mike D. It's called Easy Trivia, Hard Consequences. Listeners have been calling for us to change the rules of easy trivia since Eddie dominates. So there's motivation. The first person to eliminate it gets shot with three paintballs. The second person gets shot with two paintballs. And the third person, well, who lasts? Wait, the winner lasts and the last person, the third, gets shot with one paintball. Mm. I like it. That's cool. Like- <laughs> easy trivia, hard consequences. <laughs> who is shooting? Probably me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I want to shoot people. I mean, that would be fun. But we can't have people... They finish second getting shot. Yeah. Like fourth would be hilarious. And is it like as soon as they get it wrong, bam. We, we set all you guys up on stage with <laughs> oh goggles <my>. on. <laughs> and we don't even go, you got bone. We, we just, just shoot. Doo, doo, doo. <laughs> ah, that's crazy, dude. <laughs> oh, that'd be a lo- I mean, I'm going to tell you what. That's a little close to get shot with a paintball. Is it? it? Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've been shot from like point blank range when one time and I don't want to talk about it. And I mean, I have never been in so much pain in my life. Oh. So that is another rejected segment. It's number one. It would just be too painful. <laughs> rejected segments. Oh. Right, thank you, guys. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. A 24-year-old man was wanted by police, and they couldn't track him down, so they were making posts on Facebook. Have you seen this guy? Have you seen this guy? So what's he do? He comments. I love when they do this. Oh, he gets on Facebook. You guys can't catch me. You'll it, never dude. find me. Well, they guy, find him. when you log into Facebook, they can find you. Yeah. They tracked him down. They got him. <laughs> Dummy. I love those stories. <laughs> it's pretty funny. But it, wasn't there one for a while he kept going, you can't find me, then they literally couldn't find him? No, I really couldn't find him. And they just searched and searched, and eventually they caught him because he did something else stupid, but he was on Facebook, like, logging in, like... I'm the gingerbread man. Can't catch me. (laughs) Then they wouldn't catch him. But yes, these are hilarious. All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. It is a crazy one, and you just hope you're not the person that's going through it. WFLA has a story. Two Florida EMTs have been given the boot after declaring a guy dead, even though he's still alive. Mm. The paramedics told a woman in Clearwater to stop giving her 66-year-old father CPR, even though Phoebe Maxwell said he's still breathing. The medics continued to pronounce him dead, notified law enforcement, and went to another call. The county is now making recommendations about revoking the medics' licenses, which is crazy, and I know what you're going to ask me. Did he live? 
Oh, Did I do want to know that. Live? Did he live? Oh, you didn't want to know that? I mean, no, I now I do. <laughs> oh, you weren't thinking that immediately when I, I said that? I, 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 think, I, I, I thought he didn't make it. Well, despite her father continuing to get healthy, Maxwell says her life has been in turmoil since the incident. It seems to me like the dad lived. Oh, wow. Thank goodness. Quote, I had to call my family in Ohio and tell them that my dad was dead. And then 10 minutes later, to call them and say he's not dead. Now the chief says the county will make recommendations regarding whether or not to revoke the now-fired medic's licenses for good. What's their side of the story? Like, we had to go somewhere? That's or? a great question. Were they late? Yeah. To dinner? Or did they truly, truly think he was dead? They must have truly, their truly answer, thought he was dead. Yeah. They, I I mean, but maybe they just didn't pay enough attention to it. I'm like, do they know where to check the pulse? Like, sometimes you try to check your own po- pulse and you can't find it. You know, and then like, that's when I know I'm dead and I leave. <laughs> I go and I leave me there. Exactly. You know, and so I hate for that to happen. Wow. Yeah, that's a sad one there. But apparently, again, I can read you the whole story. It never says he died in the story. He may, I don't know if he died since. But it just says, despite her father continuing to get healthier, Maxwell says her life has been in turmoil since. That means since then he's gotten healthier, right? Yeah, yeah. so I think. <sighs> You're right. I would like to hear their stories. And... If you're them or anybody else, you can leave us a voicemail. 877-77-BOBBY. That's our voicemail line. Leave the they, story. they learn from that. Like, they don't... Yeah, they, they probably, learn they can't go to work the next day because they don't have a job. Well, yeah, but if they, get, <laughs> if they get to keep their job, they don't leave a body until it's, like, yeah, turned proven. colors. <laughs> like, if it was breathing, if the body was breathing at all... That's not good. And the daughter was like, it's... Look at it. It's going up and down. It's breathing. I just can't imagine why they would leave. But yes, there's got to be a version of their story as well. Glad to hear, though. It seems it ended up okay, according to that story. It says getting healthier. I don't know what that means. Don't <laughs> I, just, I just get yelled at sometimes. Okay, that's it. Thank you. Hope you guys have a great rest of the day. Uh, we got the ACMs tonight. Hopefully, it's going to be great. Dolly and Garth are hosting. I will be there. I'm the backstage person. They'll come to me a few times during the show. I'm doing VO. Don't watch it for me. Watch it for Dolly and Garth. Watch it for all the country music. ACMs on Amazon Prime and you don't have to have a subscription to watch it. So hope you watch it tonight. Thank you, everybody. We'll see you tomorrow. Bye. Bobby Bones. What's up, y'all? I'm Bailey Zimmerman. I'll be on the Bobby Bones Show tomorrow. And I'm bringing my full band for a live performance. We'll do a few songs, talk to you guys about my new record, Religiously the Album, and so much more. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when this thought hits you. Okay, I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, the whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This is the year to stop overpaying for your family plan. So choose a straight talk wireless family plan. Unlimited data, talk, and text on a reliable 5G network. And you can get a new line starting at $25 per line per month for four lines. Plus taxes and fees and no contracts. That's good decision making. Available at Walmart and on straighttalk.com. Family plan discount with four lines. All on the silver unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. In times of traffic, your data may be temporarily slower than other traffic. Video streams at up to 480p. Canva is awesome for so many reasons, for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics? Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. 
But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. 